What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Out Front with Colin and Charlie. Today, we've got a great lineup of things to talk about today, including the homeless problem going on in LA, the multiple fires that are going on in the Southern California area, as well as our recording segments of Teen Things and Crazy Stories. Make sure to stick around here. What else we have to talk about today? It's going to be good. Again, everyone, welcome back to um, another episode of Out Front. Um, like you heard in the beginning, Colin said we have a great agenda for you guys today. Um, really excited to talk to you guys. A lot of interesting topics, including sports, um, the homeless situation in LA, and um, just some fun stories. So uh, let's just get into it. Colin, um, what well, do you want to start with? Well, before we really get started um, on our main topics, so today, uh, I was uploading a video. Today's Thursday when we uploaded episode six. Today's episode seven, obviously. I was going through our videos, and right about 30 minutes after I uploaded episode six, I noticed that there was a person who disliked every single one of our videos. Now, of course, you're allowed to have your opinion about that, but you know, it's, it's what you try to say that's insulting if you just go and dislike every single one of our videos. I mean, I would say it's insulting if it's the same person. Um, I wouldn't say it's insulting. I just say it's, um, I'd rather them leave more of like a hate comment. So we know what they're yeah. mad about than just the dislike. Th- that's why it's like insulting. It's like, if you don't like our video, I mean, we, we can't get too mad though. Cause like, look, there's going to be hate out there. People are going to dislike yeah. the videos. I just wish we had like the feedback so we know what yeah, the problem yeah. and, is. And that's, that's, that's what more bothered me. It's like, you know, you don't yeah. like the video, but you don't say anything about it. It's like, you know, maybe it's what we say on here, our views or you know, what we talk about, but it's like, you know, maybe let us know and we'll see what we can do to maybe help, you know, get not a dislike on everything. Yeah. Video. And if you want to be discreet, maybe like DM us on Instagram or shoot us an email. Um, we're open to suggestions, but um, yeah. Anyways, uh, now our first real topic, Charlie, this is a very, something he's very passionate about from the way he really wanted to talk about this today. I wouldn't say I'm passionate about it. Um, well, it just caught very, me off guard that people took this as a more of they turn this yeah. into something. I um, mean, I mean, passionate like you, you're just you're, you're really strong about your view on it. That's what I meant. Yeah. So, um, uh, I believe it was earlier. I don't know when it occurred, but recently, the um. Hollywood special enforcement zone workers forced unhoused people to take their tents down and move all their belongings in the heat. Now, let me just confirm it wasn't blazing heat. It was hot outside, but um, they took all their tents down with only a 10 to 15 minutes notice. Now I looked into it and there were signs put hours before the, um, the move. So it was, they were given a couple hours notice, which still isn't a lot. But basically what I'm trying to say, the gist of the whole thing is like the police made the, um, the city made all the homeless people evacuate in the Hollywood area. Now, I don't know if you guys are aware, I'm going to put some photos up on the screen of what the situation looked like. You know, I'm sorry. I know people were living there, but it was disgusting. Some of the sidewalks, you couldn't walk, uh, walk across, you couldn't get by. There are all these tents, there's all this trash on the floor. The people there, they were dirty. They were 
hostile at times. I have countless stories of me walking by and people screaming at me like, get away from my home. But in all honesty, your home is on a public sidewalk. You need, they, they needed to relocate. They need to, I personally don't think it's a bad thing. People are saying this is like a terrible thing that they're making them move and stuff. But in all honesty, these people were making their homes on other people's front lawns, private property. And they were, they knew, they knew this isn't like going to go away. Like untouched. It was not sanitized. It was, it's disgusting. There was trash everywhere. It was outside of um, restaurants and stores, the homeless people living in those areas, they were becoming hostile. It was all around not a good look for the area. And it actually brought some um, value of the area downhill. And I just don't think it's, I, I'm actually happy they finally cleaned up the area and sweeped everything. Um, the only negative, down, negative thing to it, they should have told the people to move beforehand. But even if they did tell the people to move, a lot of these people already have issues as it is. They wouldn't move either way. And frankly, I like even if people try to get them out of there, it would have been a hassle. So it's good that they kind of sweep the people out. The only thing I don't agree with is they did get rid of some of the people's personal belongings, but that's only some of the people. A lot of the people's personal belongings were just trash and garbage. It was it. Yeah, uh, Colin, what do you have to say about this? I mean, I definitely agree with you on most on, on all those points. I mean, it's not sanitary. You want you say they're homes, but it's not even a home. It's a tent. Um, I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, you can call that a home, but honestly, it's right in the middle of like a sidewalk. Yeah, I know. It's it's. Um, there was nowhere to walk. There was trash everywhere. It was a health hazard. It wasn't sanit like sanitized. It was disgusting. Yeah, yeah that's like my primary concern is their health and well being. It's obviously not the best place for that. You know, they're gonna get disease and sit and get pretty sick if they don't get more sanitary living environments. And I think it gives them an opportunity to go seek help at shelters or wherever they can. I think that's, I mean, this is a, a catalyst for that to happen. So I think it's, uh, in the end, it will end up being a, most likely a good thing. I mean, look, it's, it's honestly just, I, I'm looking at this one post. I'm not going to name the post, but they're making it seem like the police were like, purposely like trying to like bait the people out of there they put up sanitary like sour shower signs before to try to get people um just like so people could have free showers but um some accounts on um instagram and other um different platforms and groups are making it seem like the police were baiting the people away from the homes and another thing is um there was like street cleaning and trimming so they try to like they, people are saying, oh, they purposely cleaned the streets so the homeless people couldn't go back. But no, they cleaned the streets because the streets had freaking trash all over the place. So I don't know who thinks this is a bad thing. This is honestly, finally, they took care of the problem because this was an ongoing issue. And I think a lot of the people who are um, upset about it don't actually understand how bad it was because they don't live in the area. Like personally, I live in this area and it's, it was terrible. It was absolutely disgusting. Seeing all this trash every day, just going to where I had to go. Like even just going to school, going to everywhere. I couldn't walk to, I couldn't go to those restaurants anymore because of the hostile people who like were on drugs. And you may say, yeah, they have mental issues. Yeah, they do. 
but like they're not going to leave even if they have mental issues. If they have mental issues, there's, you have to get rid of it somehow. So, and they, they've been asked to move many times. And finally the government, they put their foot down and said, look, you got to get out of here. They've been asked to move many times before, but finally they forced them to move, which is look, the way they did it wasn't perfect. It, they definitely could have done it better, give them more notice, but they were given notice. And I just think it's, it's put, it's painted into a bad photo. It makes the police look bad for doing yeah. the right thing. And I think that's because of recent events that have been going on in our country. I mean, but people are always demonizing our police. Like they're all bad people and they're always out to get our people. And I think, think that narrative is just completely false. So it's just a made up lie to defund the police. Honestly, that's how I view it. Maybe I'm on my own on that view, but I don't want to bring too much. Sorry about that. I don't want to bring too many politics into this because I believe this was just like a sanitation issue. And look, either way, those people are gonna go find new, like homeless, like the homeless problem in LA. Like, look, they got to do something about it. They got to like house these people somehow. But these, because you can't have these people just on the streets building all these tents and stuff. So you got to get them. You got to like get them out of there. Yeah. I mean, it's been a problem for a while. I mean, at least decades it's been homelessness has been a problem. And I mean, I don't see, yeah, I totally agree with you just to really cap it off. I completely agree with you. I think as you said, a little more notice, but I mean, the situation couldn't have been handled really any better. I mean, their personal belongings aren't really personal, I guess. Like, I mean, we don't know that because like it could be personal to yeah, them. But a lot be. of the so-called personal belongings were trash. were trash. paper, trash, empty cans. I don't want to say the bad word, but it was a SHIT pile. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. I think I've said enough, but um, yeah, well said, well said. Yeah, I just look personally as someone who lives in this area. I don't think people are realizing how how much this benefits the area. I know yeah. you're saying, oh, because you're privileged, but look, it's if you lived out in a house or apartment, would you like to look outside and see trash and tents everywhere? I don't think you would either. That would bother you. Yeah, yeah. I, I before I moved, yeah. Uh, where I lived last on the west side, I definitely had that same problem. Like now where I live now, I don't have that issue, but it was definitely an issue for a good while in my life. I was always remembered being worried of the homeless problem there because it was, it was, it's been a problem, especially on the west side of Los Angeles. Wouldn't you agree? Oh no, it's definitely a huge issue. I have to like, like I don't like walking anywhere at night because there's all these like homeless people that come out and like, look, I'm going to be honest, like, oh, you should be nice to them. No, because they run around screaming and like chasing you. And yeah, like, they could, they could on a dr- uh, drug fueled raid. You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, there a lot of them are on drugs and like, you may say, well, I'm a bad person. They need help. Okay. I'm not going to try to help him when he's chasing me with like a spatula on the sidewalk. Like yeah, it's not going to true story, by the way, no, um, it's just going to point that out there. True story. Got chased one time with a guy with a spatula. So if you live up in somewhere where it's all safe, there's no homeless people, then you shouldn't be complaining because honestly, like you don't have to deal with the issue. If you really, you should go to the area and see how bad it is. Yeah, you feel bad for the homeless people. Think how, how bad it must be for the people who live in the area who have to be around that and avoid them every single day. Yeah, I mean, 
I feel like it's this speaks in general for the people who complain so much. They don't really have to deal with the issue a lot of the times. I mean, it may be effed up that like these people don't have homes or kicking them out. But remember, they got there for a reason. And I'm sorry, it just makes me like and, sick seeing them like there every day. Like, ugh. and they definitely have opportunities. They to have get oppor- out of that situation. tons of opportunities. That's what bothers me. People say, "Oh, they don't have enough opportunities." They do. They There's definitely plenty do. of groups that are trying to help them, but they don't move. They just stay there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's enough said. It was very well said. Um, it really got the point across. I think just people need to understand that. Uh, you know, they're complaining so much, but you know, if you want to fix the problem, do something about it. As you see on the screen, just make sure you guys see these are tons of photos of just homeless people. Like the not homeless people, the like what the tents look like and stuff here right on the screen. So I'm just gonna put that up for you guys or Colinwell. Yeah. But um I mean I think that's uh well said. Well, now that we have that issue out of the way, let's transition into sports. Um, uh, I mean, today's, uh, I mean, this week will be a very interesting week. The next couple of weeks, we're really getting to the interesting part of sports for the NBA and the NHL. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, let's talk a little about the, um, the NBA playing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this has uh, been an interesting situation. Do you, uh, do you know what it is, Colin? Uh, I, I think I do for the most part. It's it's a bit confusing, but I understand the premise of what they're trying to do. It is really um, confusing to understand, but for you guys' sake, I'm going to put an article explaining what the play-in is in the link below for you guys. I'm sorry, Colin Lohe, that's the video's Ooh, credit, Colin um, Jones. Okay, okay. Um, Just like to say, so the NBA play-in, okay, should we do, should, I need to explain this real quick because the game, the deciding game is 48 seconds left. Okay, so the play-in, is uh, two teams will get into a play-in for the final eight seed. It'll be the eight and nine seed. Right now, the Trailblazers wow. have to win to get into the play-in. They have 30 seconds left, 37 seconds left, and they're up by one against the Brooklyn Nets. This is a big game. I, like, I mean, this is a crucial game. If they lose, the Suns get in. If they win, they go on to play Memphis in the NBA play-in for the eighth seed. Um. And and the big wait, thing wait, about this is it. This is it. Levert, Levert for the win. No good. It's over. The game is over. And the Portland Trailblazers are going to the playing game. Okay. So this is this is big. This is big. <laughs> the Blazers. Okay. The Blazers won. Okay. Okay. So this is big news. So this means they will play the Memphis Grizzlies. The Phoenix Suns have been eliminated after their eight and zero record in the bubble. But the big thing about this is the play-in works like this. The eighth seed just has to win one game to secure their playoff spot. But the Trailblazers have to win two back-to-back games to, um, to move on. So it's not in their favor, but they can definitely get it done. Yeah, uh, wow. I'm looking at that. Levert didn't make the shot. Yeah, that's uh, the Nets. But, the Nets topping the sorry, the Blazers topping the Nets, one hundred and thirty-four to one hundred and thirty-three. What a game! Yeah. Um, but looking at the stats for the game, Damian Lillard had a big game: forty-two points, twelve assists, and seven rebounds or three rebounds. Sorry, so double double, pretty good game. Looks like the Blazers had quite the comeback too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were down by a good amount uh, heading into the fourth quarter. Was, but they were down by a lot. Yeah, they were outscored 37 to 24 in that third quarter. 
But yeah, they had some big pl- uh, players had some big nights. CJ McCollum had 25 points. Nurkic, uh, 22. Nurkic, yeah, uh, another double double on their team. Sean Whiteside, 16. So Gary, Gary Trent, Trent yeah. yeah. Their players have some big nights. Um, Chris Levert. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. Karis Levert. That was uh, he had uh, 37 points. It's a big game. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they had it looks like six players that had over uh, 10 points, and but yeah, six players over 10 points. So, I mean, a good effort by. Nets almost made it, um, but they blew a big lead. Yeah, that they I mean, had. Nets will still be in the playoffs, though, so not their problem. Just so, uh, unfortunate for the Phoenix Suns going 8-0 and and still not making the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, it was a good run led by Devin Booker. Um, but really okay, unfortunate. So, so we get to the interesting part. So now the Trailblazers have to play the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA play-in. Who are we taking? Uh, who's taking the A-seed, Memphis or Portland? I'm going to say Portland on this one, Colin. You think so? I would have said Phoenix. Yeah. I feel I like they kind of got screwed over. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. If they didn't have the bubble, I don't think they had any chance of actually making the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, they had a fair chance. It was, But they, their odds of making it in were very slim. I think that's why I don't really think they got screwed over. I mean, they had a great run. But I think because of how close it came – this is probably the best they could have done. This is the best they could have done. They did as good as they could. Um, it's really unfortunate, though, to see how well they played, and they're not even uh, going to make the playoffs, which just because of um, one missed shot by uh, Levert. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to take the Trailblazers as well. Um, yeah. I think, I think Lillard will really come up clutch in these next two games for the Blazers, and um, they'll get that dub in hand to the playoffs to play in the Los Angeles Lakers. Who's going to get – so if the Blazers, if the Grizzlies win the first game, then is it over? It's over. It's over. Or is it the Blazers win the first game and it's over? No. So this is how it works. I think I explained this before, but I'll explain it in depth. Okay. So the eighth seed and ninth seed are playing for the eighth seed. Uh-huh. Since the eighth seed technically is a, since the Grizzlies are technically ranked higher than the Blazers, uh, and technically the Blazers should have already been eliminated, but. They did a plan. I don't. I don't understand why they did a plan, but anyways, um, so the Blazers uh, have to win two games because they're the ninth seed. They shouldn't even be in the playoffs, but they they're the lower seed, so they have to win two games. But since the so since Memphis is you know the number eight seed, um, they only have to win one game because you know they are technically in the playoffs right now. They're the better team. So I think uh, that's kind of the NBA plan is. So let's say Portland wins the first game and Memphis wins the second. Memphis is going in. Hmm. That's so, interesting. Yeah, I, so Portland but, can't celebrate too early, even if they win that first game. I think um, Portland will come out on top. Yeah, I definitely think. I don't, uh, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't see Memphis winning. I mean, unless John Moran has some big games. Unless John Moran, he hasn't been playing too well in the bubble unless he um, plays as well as he did within the first few months of the NBA season. If he plays great, if um, Jonas Valanciunas is getting rebounds and shots up. Grayson Allen, he's been surprisingly good at 20 the other day. Um, if they, if Grayson Allen, John Moran, um, and I'm going to say Valanciunas, if those guys play well, 
and the team around them plays well too, I maybe, yeah, they have a chance. What if they've been playing, like, if they play half half um, ASS? Can I say ass? Well, I just thought, well you said ass just now, said so today's episode is going to be explicit. No, First ever explicit episode. No, no, okay, sorry. It's fine. They're going to... Um, um, yeah, if they don't give it all, they're all, I think Portland will easily win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, we don't have any really other news for that. That'll be, a probably big Damian news on our Lillard's next episode. rock their world. So with most of the NBA playoffs now really set up, you know, we know who our matchups are. There could be a seed change in the Eastern conference, but we know the matchups are for sure. We know. Well, not for sure, but we know either the Blazers or the um, Grizzlies are playing the Lakers. But anyways, we're going to talk about who we think is the most interesting playoff matchup uh, this year. Do you want to go first, Charlie? Sorry, I'm back on. Uh, I had a technical difficulty. Oh, that's all right. So um, we're talking about the the playoff matchups. Who do you think is the most interesting? I'll let you go first on this one. Personally, I'm liking the Utah Jazz versus the Denver Nuggets series. Um, I just think that's I, – when I say interesting, I say it could go either way. I don't really have a favorite. I don't see who could possibly um, win. I know Denver, they have, a, they have a, a big lineup. They have a lot of big men on their team, um, uh, mainly with Jokic, Bull Bull, and who's their point guard? Not Murray. Uh, okay, okay, um, so, okay, sorry. I just got an update on my phone from Twitter. So actually, the Blazers take the A seed. This is interesting. So the Blazers only have to win once, and the Grizzlies have to win twice. So the in Grizzlies that, are the nine seed. In that case, seed. it's over. In that case, it's over. Yeah, Blazers are easy dub. They just got to win that one game. I think they easily do it. Um, yeah. Okay. Even if they do win the first game, I still think. The Blazers aren't going to lose two games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyways, back to what you were saying. Yeah, um, Utah Jazz. Sorry, the Denver Nuggets. Um, they have a really interesting team. A lot of big players. They're going to definitely be playing um, the rebound, pick and roll, um, in the paint type of game. The Jazz have more of um, a solid flow to their team. Uh, big players such as Donovan Mitchell, um, Rudy Gobert, and uh, Roll role players such as um oh my gosh what's the australian guy's name um why don't i know this right now hold on i know who you're talking about i know who you're talking about ingles joe ingles yeah (laughs) role players such as joe ingles they have a a nice decent like all just like a team like do you know what i'm saying like a normal team they kind of play like normal basketball is what i'm trying to say um, normal yeah, basketball isn't very simple. The um, Denver, they just use a, a big lineup. I just don't know where it could go with this one. It could go either way. Yeah. I'm definitely seeing like a seven-game series. Yeah, so my pick, I had really two picks um, that I was really uh, torn about, and I'm actually going to change my pick from what I originally thought. Oh, wow. I am going to change it. I originally was going to pick Thunder and Rockets. Because of the Chris Paul and being traded from the Rockets to the Thunder, I thought that was going to be an interesting matchup. But I'm actually going to pick the Celtics and the Sixers. Mm, okay. And I'll explain why. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know, this regular season, uh, so first of all, Ben Simmons is out for the Sixers. 
But this regular season, the Sixers beat the Celtics every single game. Every single regular season game, the Sixers beat the Celtics, which is, you know, big. And I think that's an interesting role because they can't really – they don't have any really a really good defenders down low to guard Al Horford and Joel Embiid. And it would have been Ben Simmons as well, but he's out for the, uh, at least that first round. I think he's out for this year playoffs. Um, our best, our better players are more our forwards and our guards. You know, Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. So I mean, it's going to be interesting, uh, interesting dynamic on how we're going to stop Joel Embiid and Al Horford down low when you only have guys like Daniel Tyson, Inez Cantor. Um, yeah, I think I, I think that's going to be like a six-game series, honestly. Um. I'm going to give it five games. Yeah, I think so. For Boston, yeah. See, because the thing last year, we had Horford, and I think it was the five-game series, but we had Horford to guard Joel Embiid. Now Horford's on the, on the Sixers, and we're going to have to guard them. So that's the only thing, reason I said six games is because of... Who's the starting point guard with Ben gone? Would it be J? Oh God, I have to check that. It's not JJ Redick. He's with the Pelicans now. Sixers. Tobias Harris is going to play like a small forward position. Well, that's what isn't that what he typically plays? Mm. I mean, uh, I'm you know actually I I change it to six games. Boston. Yeah, I mean because they can't really guard down low. That's 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 my primary concern. Is I mean Daniel Tice is a. a a pretty good guy. So looking at point guard, it's gonna be Shake Milton. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, never me neither. Um looks like they're starting roster according to the depth chart on fan, Shake Milton at point guard. Shooting guards Josh Richardson. Sorry, Richardson. Oh, uh, okay. Richard, Josh Small forward Richardson. is Tobias Harris, power forward, Al Horford and center Joel Embiid, who's actually day to day. Oh yeah, Al Horford's on the Sixers now. Um day to day they're saying he'll definitely play. Um, yeah, he unless will. there's some like sort of thing. Yeah, he's gonna play. Um, I mean, I, 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 yeah, you're, I agree with you on the six games. Um, I forgot the Sixers had Al Horford and Richardson. Those are two yeah, those are players. some big. Uh, acquisitions. I, I say six games. Yeah, forty-two I mean, Boston. Yeah, because the thing is, if you look at, oh my gosh. You look at the Celtics F chart. Every single one of their starter is uh, is a day to day. They have multiple players on the day to day injury list. And their coach is day to day. Actually, they did. Uh, the Celtics did sign Brad Stevens to contract extension during the bubble. Here you go, Brad. Got got to get that money. Um, but I I honestly felt like the Celtics had a good chance to win. The, the championship this year because of how talented depth wise. I mean, these are some names that people won't recognize on a normal basis. Like Celtics fans will, but most other people won't. But I think we have like a really talented team uh, and there's lots of depth, like above average depth. Like we have a really good bench that can carry us and the second unit will still perform very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. I think Boston and uh, Boston and six. Um, I think so one the, more thing I want to bring up. 
Do you think Toronto will sweep Brooklyn? Toronto Raptors will sweep Brooklyn. Yeah, e- easily. Easily. Sweep them. Yes, that's an easy dub for them. I was thinking about it. What if I feel like they can win one game, the Nets, because they have beat us once this year. But um, I believe if no, you know, you know what? If Toronto's playing like playoff mode, yeah, that's an easy one. Okay, so that's a sweep. Okay, um, so really okay. quick, do you see any more sweeps in the NBA? Um, let me think about this. I Clippers think the Bucks, Bucks will sweep the Magic. Oh, oh, I forgot about the Magic. Yeah, yeah the man, yeah. Nikola. Oof. I don't know how to say his name. Nikola Borfacic, or how you say his name? Nikola, I'm not saying uh, that Vucevic. Vucevic, yes, I had him on fantasy. He's pretty good, but he's not good enough. He's not going to stop Giannis onto the Punko. Um, and then another sweep I see happening. Uh, I think of the Gri- Lakers. I think if the Grizzlies make it. I think if the Grizzlies make it, they're getting swept. I think if the Blazers make it, they're not. Gonna, they'll be like. A I'm going to quote Nathan here. He's a Lakers fan. Nene. Yes. I thought he's a yeah. Bulls fan. No, he's he's a Lakers fan. I'm going to quote him. I'm not scared of Jaw. <laughs> that was his. Oh that was his, when I asked him, "Are you guys are you going to be scared if you have to play the Grizzlies?" I'm not scared of Jaw. <laughs> nice. I agree. Yeah, that'll be a sweep. Um, okay, so okay, so this is really big news, um, especially for those in the Southern California area. We have multiple fires going oof. on right now. Uh, the biggest. The biggest is actually right near where we're going to be going soon, um, Lake Arrowhead. Uh, we're actually, mm-hmm. We'll actually be here at Lake Arrowhead the day this episode comes out, right? This will be Sunday. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, Charlie, we'll be there. On, we're going this Saturday, right? Yeah, we are. So we'll be, today's episode comes out on Sunday, so we'll already be there. Next episode will actually be at uh, our first ever Lake or special episode will be at Lake Arrowhead. Will it now? Yes, indeed. But anyways, back to what we were talking about. This is a very breaking situation. Multiple uh, fires in the L.A. County area. Um, one's north of Santa Clarita. One's in Simi Valley. One's actually in... Let's look at this. We, most of the fires... The third and fourth biggest fires are contained. Apple Fire is 90% contained. The Lake Fire, which is the newest one that started yesterday, is currently 5% contained, 11,000 acres burned. What do you think about that? Um, 5% contained is never a good sign. So what I think is that they got to contain that. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I know in all seriousness, like, I don't know what to say. I just like prayers up for whoever's being, houses are being burned down. And, um... I mean, I mean, our two Back biggest to the fires, firefighters. Yeah, um, but I think our big two biggest fires right now are the Ranch Fire, which just recently started, and the Lake Fire. Those are two the two fires that really started recently. But we do technically have three really active uh, fires. Apple Fire is technically in it wouldn't be in LA County, but I mean, it's still Southern California. So I mean, that's concerning. Resources are spread out then over three fires. Yeah, that's not good. Um, they got to work on containing the two smaller fires and then push it to focus. Yeah. And I, and I think part of the problem is, um, I mean, their, their resources are spread out. And we have multiple, I know they're bringing in firefighters from other areas, but I mean, they're spread out thin. 
okay, they've got they're fighting three massive fires that one just started today, one started yesterday, and one started last week. So I mean, they're doing their best. I mean, shout out to them. Hope they stay safe, come home to the families. But I mean, just let's just hope it gets contained, get it together. These are one of the we're I think we're in fire season. This is for California one of the biggest disaster seasons for us, you know. Florida has hurricane season. We have fire season. So. We have earthquakes too, but those aren't in season. Those just happen. Yeah. Anyways, today's daily topic of our daily segment of teen things. Cue music. All right. So you just heard the <laughs> intro music. <laughs> so today, Charlie, our host, teen things hosted by Charlie Strafian. Charlie, what's on our agenda for today? Welcome back, boys and girls. Um, today we're gonna be focusing on the boys more than the girls today. Actually, you know what? I can incorporate the girls in today's episode. Indeed, indeed. Colin, I believe I talked to you in the prep before this podcast. But we're gonna talk about DMing people you like. Yes. Or yes. snapping, texting, what to do if you get left on red, delivered. Quick Disclaimer before I say anything, I personally don't like talking to females over text. Just going to put that out there. I mean, yeah, but but we're speaking on personal experience. So this is, boys, this This is is different. This is personally, a lot of people like to hide behind screens. I like to actually communicate with the person because it's so hard to figure out what someone's saying over text. But don't let that scare you because there's always a way to find out what they're saying. Um. You, there's a little tips and clues you can use, um, little tricks I can show you guys on how to just become better at reading your partner or whoever you are texting behind the screen. Uh, okay. Colin, have you ever hit up a girl on over the internet? I have. I have. Now, have you ever hit up a girl that you've never met in person? I have a couple times, yeah. Let me tell you one thing. It doesn't work. It never you does. Don't. Hit up a person you never met before. Okay? It does not work. If you do it in real life, it doesn't work. I have a friend. I'm not going to say his name, but he went after a girl. Never met the girl before. Got left on red. Want to know why? Never met him before. Doesn't know who it is. Hiding behind the screen. Some weird person. I personally, whenever someone snaps me like, hey, I hate seeing that. I hate getting snaps that are like, hey. Hey, what? what? What do you mean, hey? Who is this? Where are you from? What's your name? Like, do, not just, hey. I'm not going to have a conversation with you. Just, like, I, I never like never like the hey people, okay? Um, I mean, I only hit up people I know, really. That's like the people I hit up. If I met them in person, like, I'm good, really good friends with them, that's pretty much met all. Them in per- if I met them, like, the day before, I'm like, ask for your snap, I'll text you later. That's an okay case. But if you've never met the person, don't do it. It's going to make fun of you so hard, but I won't. What? Um, <laughs> does that like, to do with you remember Arrowhead? last? Like, like, yeah, like Arrowhead last time. All right. Um, back Nate, to the. Nay, nay, you know what we're talking about. You know no, what we're talking he, about. He doesn't know what we're talking about because he doesn't watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that that is true. That's true. Back to what I was saying. Um, if you never met the person, don't do it. Trust me, it won't end well, unless she's desperate or he's desperate. Um. All right. Moving on, DMing. Never have a full conversation with someone over Instagram. Unless you don't have Snapchat or, I, or, or a text. Just don't DM or text because people can screenshot DMs 
and use it against you in some sort of way. Never good. You want to use Snapchat so at least you know if they're, they're um, screenshotting and also there's delete chats after 24 hours. So you're good with that. Um, another thing, if she's very dry, don't stop texting. There's no point. She's just going to try to act very cool. Leave her on red. She'll want you because you're not want, want showing her that you want her. You're playing mind games. You're in her head. And once you get in her head, she's going to be on your head, if you know what I mean. Nice. Colin, um, anything to say so far? Not really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really agree with what you're saying. I mean, I, mean I, I think you can have a conversation with a girl if you know them. Oh, no, if you definitely know but them. But if you're talking about, like, meeting a girl, yeah, yeah, you can't have, like, a full conversation. If you see a girl on Instagram and you just, like, snap her, like, just, like, hey, I'm sorry, it's not going to go anywhere unless she's, like, desperate or weird. It doesn't work. It does not work. Yeah, straight facts on that one. Um, You got to meet the people in person. I, I'm Like, people need to learn that you can't hide behind a screen forever. One, and you... Also, again, don't if they ask for a picture of yourself, don't yeah, don't send, send it. Don't, don't, don't send it. Don't know. No, don't like do a filter. Don't do a filter. Sure, you honestly look like you're ugly. You're ugly. If you're pretty. You're pretty. Don't do a weird filter. It doesn't. It's not. It's, it's dumb. It's like because it's like catfishing. <laughs> honestly, if you're using a filter, they don't know what you actually look like. It's just asking for, um, you're lying. It's lying. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Believe it or not, people lie on the internet. About who they are. So funny. Um, so I just want to put that out there. If you have to DM someone or something, make sure you know the person. Make sure you talk to them before. Now what to talk about. You want to first ask their interests. You want to see if you have the same interests, see if you can find common things. Just like ask them information, ask questions about themselves. Ask, um, oh, hey, so I've seen you around school because I've met you in person before. Oh, we've talked one time. Um, what classes do you take? Oh, that's cool. What do you like to do for fun? Oh, that's cool. And also do the thing. People love talking about themselves. So make them like you by saying, oh, that's cool. Oh, you like that? Oh, that's cool. They make it sound like you're interested in their life because then they'll keep wanting to talk to you because, oh, this person likes what I like, likes what I like to do. So that's cool. They want to listen to me. People love that. Colin, you there? I, I am here. Sorry. Colin, I'm in, I need you in this conversation. What, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I can't really – I don't really have any thoughts because, you mean, you're covering all the points. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you're covering everything that I would say. Uh, if I was the host of this show, unfortunately, I'm the ho- or segment. I'm the host of the other segment, but we'll get um, to that later. All right. Now I'm going to say talking to girls online versus in person. Online, you can kind of play around. It's like you can hide behind the screen. You can think about what you have. They ask you a question like, so what do you do for fun? Over text, you can like give it five minutes. Um, or snap, like you can slide and see what they're saying. You can think about it. Well, what, what do I like to do? What do I like to do? In person, they're going to ask you, what do you do for fun? And what are you going to do? Sit there and blankly stare at them. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You have to 
and also you can't be dry and say, ah, I don't know. You be honest and say, oh, just name anything you like to do. They, you may think it's weird. They may think it's cool. What do you like to do? I like fish. Uh, I swim. I walk around the block. I, uh, I do a podcast. People like that stuff. You have to like keep a conversation going. You have to talk about things. If you have, if you know you're shy, you know you can't talk to the person, don't try talking to the person because you're going to screw it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, guys. Yeah. You're going to screw it up. Like, yeah, I'm sure we've all screwed it up before. Um, um, is there anything else? Uh, I think that's about it for today's. Uh, I covered it. It was a short little just like helping you guys out what to do, just how to be more. Be brave. Don't know your limits. Know what you're willing to do. Know what you're don't willing to do. Also, if they ask you to like do stuff for them, oh, hey, can you call me an Uber? Can you do this? Don't do it. Don't own up to them. Stupid. Um, hey, unless it's like, oh, you draw, you draw a photo of me, that's fine. But don't, don't like, don't fall into like, don't let them like control you. Don't be manipulated. Yeah. Ma- manipulated. Anyways. And that concludes our segment. Dean oh, thinks. Good job, buddy. Um, we're going to continue, uh, you know, sports, I guess. Uh, just one last sports thing today. So, Last week, or what? No, this week, really. Uh, sports, like the sports conferences, were like canceling, right? Uh, if I remember correctly, co- uh, the college football conferences were canceling their sports, but the Big Ten is going to continue with their endeavor to play football. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, should we uh, hop into the the next? Really? Oh wait, before sorry, before Charlie, should we talk about the? Uh, the contract extensions that happened today before we jump out of, uh, uh, you know, jump into our next segment and out of sports. Sorry, Colin, you cut out. What did you, what did you say? I was saying, do you want to talk about the contract extensions that happened today? They're very big. Oh yeah. Let's do that. So today three players, uh, got signed to massive extensions. The biggest name I would say is George Kittle. George mm-hmm. Kittle today got signed to a five-year $75 million deal with $30 million fully guaranteed and an additional $10 million in injury guarantees that becomes fully guaranteed next, well, two years, April of 2022. So, yeah, it makes an average of $15 million which is five more, um, five million more than the previous uh, record for tight ends, which was Hunter Henry with a ten point six million dollar deal. Hmm. I agree with the George Kittle contract. That was now, smart. Now this is where I kind of scratch my head a little bit. Uh, so the next signing was Travis Kelsey. Now, yes, Travis Kelsey is an extremely talented player. He's a, probably the second best tight end in the league behind George Kittle. But this is where I kind of question it. So it's a four-year deal, but he's 30 years old. That, that's old for a tight end. Okay, let's be honest. That's old for a tight end. Yeah, anything over 30. Um, I would say anything over 30 is old in the NFL. Well, except for quarterback and kicker. Yeah. 
I hope my uh, internet's not cutting out today because I can't hear Charlie. Anyways, um, oh, yeah, I, was I think muted. I was muted. Sorry. Oh, well, okay, okay. I'm having a lot of difficulties right now. I don't know why. I mean, you always are. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's. I mean, I think a shorter deal. A short. I mean, I mean, this is a great deal for Kelsey. He gets long-term financial security for the next four years at least. Oh yeah, no, Kelsey definitely lucked out on this deal, and I think the 49ers did too. Um, Kelsey does. Ah. Kelsey, um, uh, oh my God, I just said Kelsey's on the 49ers. I am out of it right now. Kittle. Kittle made a really good deal. Really helps the 49ers. Um, Kelsey, on the other hand, did also make a good deal. And I think they need a tight end like Kelsey because Patrick Mahomes, that's like one of his main targets. Yeah. Um, like, he can throw it to anyone on the field, but Kelsey's, like, a go-to. If you want a first down, that's who you throw it to. Good hands. He's, um, he's good at post routes. He can block. That's, that's a good player to have on the team if you're looking for a first down on, a th- on, like, third and goal or something or you want the touchdown in the red zone. I think that was a smart signing by the Kansas City Chiefs. So the final big signing, I mean, this is still a big signing, but this isn't as, you know, prominent as the other signings. Deion Dawkins, left tackle for the Buffalo Bills, signed a uh, $6 million deal, four years, uh, to stay with Buffalo. I mean, it solidifies their left side, so, I mean, it's not a bad deal. Mm, Yeah. Locks up a young player until he's 30. I think it's pretty smart signing a young player. I wouldn't go around signing the older players because you don't know um, how long you have them for, and also a lot of them are more injury-prone. Yeah. But, I mean, 26, still decently young for an offensive lineman. So, I mean, you never know. Yeah, that's pretty young. That's pretty, pretty young. young. I mean, they yeah. still take a good beating, but, I mean, we'll see how that turns yeah, out. Yeah, their job is to literally, like, have people, like, slap them all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, unfortunate. I know a lot of people who would love that job, though. <laughs> nice. Anyways, on to my Going segment. On to... <laughs> Nice. I just gotta compose myself. So good. You're so good. Um, now onto my segment. Crazy stories. Cue the intro music again. Another awkward silence for us. You know, you'll hear the music, but we won't. Um, so today's crazy story is kind of. It's crazy in a way, but it's it's also to kind of bring awareness of what's going on of not awareness, but of what people to be, I don't know how to put this, but maybe to help educate some people is probably the best way I could put it. So I've, I put out a request for some stories, you know, to get on here and I definitely got some. So my friend Matisse from Crespi uh, gave me a story. So Mm. He got in a conversation. He was fine to say his name too. That's cool. Yeah, I asked him. He said he was all right. So um, this is this is on the story. So this kid's name is Diego. Okay. Ooh. He's was was Diego. Wait, 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 was this guy okay with us saying his name? I didn't give his last name, so I mean, we're not giving his Instagram handle or anything. So Maybe I'm not, we should. I don't know what school about the bleep out the name or. I mean, no, because no one, I don't, no one knows his last name. 
Mobile, what happens when you draw blood? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know you're going to play that. I had a feeling. I was looking for it. <laughs> okay. So anyways, so I'm, I'm not going to say his last name or what school he goes to, but the kid's name is Diego. Okay. So this kid, my friend Matisse is having a conversation with him. Now, this is a interesting experience, and it was he sent me the whole conversation, and... So this kid is very, I would say, he's definitely racist. I mean, there's no doubt about it. From what he said in this whole conversation, he, he says, you know, all these racist things. And so one of the biggest statements that stood out to me. So he's talking, one of the biggest statements is he said, it is my goal in life to do whatever it takes for America to be how it used to be. Now. I really hope it's not what I think. Back to the days of slavery. That's oh, a big no-no. No. And the funny kid is this kid looks like he's Latino. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, gosh. Um, but, yeah, apparently my friend told me he's getting investigated for his comments because so many people reported him. But, um, I mean, he says his views will never change. It's just ignorant. It's just being ignorant. Um, you know, gosh, this is, this is like, I would say it's hard to read, but it's disturbing to read. Oh, I'm, I'm like kind of nervous to hear this. Is it, um, okay, this, it, is it, it gets, appropriate for the podcast or? I mean, today's episode, okay, I'm just going to put out a warning. Uh, this part is going to be, what's the word? Uh, if you don't like sensitive, hearing, yeah. Be sensitive. This is a sensitive part. So, like leave now. Yeah. Uh, so if if you don't like hearing, you know, rough things, it says. So this kid says, "Black people are going to keep on being the pieces of shit they are." This is what this kid said. We're not saying that, by the way. Just throwing okay, yeah, that yeah, out yes, there. Yes. This is what the story. This is what we received. This, yes. This is what happened. To someone, someone said this to another person. Yes, we're explaining how unfortunate and, that this yes, happened. And my friend is a Black American, so you know this is not okay. It, it gets worse. So my friend, they're talking about you know hoods, and he says. So my friend says, you know, there's every race. There's a you don't realize there's every race in the hood. There are hoods everywhere with every race. Saying that there is only black people in hoods is racism again, which I completely agree. Um, that's like a big stereotype. Um, and again, this is what my friend said. He's, you know, he's just trying to defend, trying to you know, deter this guy from being racist and he's going to get called out for it eventually, like he did now. So this Diego says this. This is not what I'm saying. Again, this is what Diego says. Yeah, but a white hood is better than a hood of color. Again. Another racist remark. So this kid just doesn't care. He says, so what? I don't care. I'm racist. And I mean, this is just, just and he says the N word at one point. It's just disrespectful. He even says it's okay to say the N word to a black person. That is okay. Let me just put that, put that out there. That is not okay. Not okay. Extremely. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Racist, inappropriate, and um, what's the word? 
demeaning. Uh, no, um, it's bad. Yeah, it's and- um, it's discriminating. It is. It's bringing up something that happened a long time ago that brings much offense to a lot of people. Yeah, Even and it brings offense to everybody in the world, all races. It's a, it's just bad. It's a maybe to black, mostly like ninety nine percent. It's the most offensive to African American people of color. And, and yeah, I if, to me, I always say black American because not everyone is African. You know, you feel me? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, sometimes. um, I mean, and he just said, "Oh, it's just a word, and it's okay." You know. It's not okay. That's one of the biggest things that's not okay. I mean, I have views about, you know, movements, but racism is not okay. It's straight up, you know, we're putting it out there as, you know, people who are putting out a message. We're trying to spread positivity and just having a good time. And, and, you know, this type of things just are not okay, in my opinion. And I'm being completely serious about this. This is like one of the most serious topics we've ever talked about on the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've gone into movements, but I mean, in writing about, and that's been, you know, about racial issues that have been going on in our world, but this is, you know, this is just straight up not okay. I don't, I hope this kid gets help. He needs it. Um, yeah, I have, I think we'll end this segment here, but again, reiterating, this is now what we said. This is, you know, part of the story. This is what this kid Diego said, um, I do encourage people to never say the N-word. It's not okay to, you know, be mindful um, and just don't be racist. It's just straight up. There's no other message I can spread. It's really a hateful word and it shouldn't be said no matter yeah. what the context is. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless you're, like, teaching, you're using it as yeah. to explain, like, I'm, I'm going to spell think... out the one N-E-G-R-O. That, um... I've heard that many times yeah. from teachers trying to explain the word, um, like when I was younger. Um, yeah. But even even then, that shouldn't be said. Yeah, I mean, this is just. I mean, I mean, I know some people who take very much offense. This this is like a big topic for them, and they always care about it. But I do thank Matisse for sharing that story and helping us spread that message of being anti-racist. Um, I think that's one of the best messages anyone can spread in the world. Anyways, that's really the last topic we have, like the last big topic we have today. But um, for anyone that is under a heat warning, almost 60 million people, please stay inside. Don't do any big, act, like strenuous activities during the day when it's hot. You know, where we are, it's been really hot. I know it's been over 100 for me. And uh, it was cooler today in the morning. It actually drizzled a little bit. Um, but yeah, hydrate, sunscreen. Anything else you wanted to talk about today? I saw my uh, neighbor without a shirt on this morning. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Some random stuff. Um, <laughs> I did not need to hear that today. <laughs> um, but yeah. But I the mean, heat warning SPF sunscreen should be, um, should be worn... Especially top of the shoulders, you can burn there easily. It's exposed to the sun. Make sure you get your neck, arms. If you're not wearing a shirt, get all over like my neighbor. 
make sure to put on your legs, your feet, everywhere if you go to the beach, and make sure to stay safe, stay hydrated. Uh, heat stroke is a real thing. Um, yes, yeah. I, I, as a Boy Scout, have learned about all these things. It's a real we're thing. We're gonna put a link down uh, down below um to buy water. <laughs> uh, we'll actually put a link down there to prevent heat stroke and sunburns and sun related. Yeah, ailments. I used not- to have a friend. His name was Dylan Davis. He'd always give the um. Shout out Dylan Davis, Emerald Bay camp he would, staff. Uh, he would always give the um. What was the SPF rating? Mm-hmm. It's like it's out of seven today, or the solar. Yes, solar. I do remember that. Yeah, he would always give the um. What is it? The SPF? It's the, um, the UV rating. That's UV what it is. Ra- UV ratings. He'd always give an update. Today it's at a nine. Today it's a ten. Don't go outside. Wear sunscreen. He'd always make sure to keep us safe. That's for our job. Yeah, it was, it was the UV. Davis. It was the UV index. UV index, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, you, you know, I don't know. I used to do the weather at my old school. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because um, there's like moderate, there's high, there's very high, and then there's extreme. Gosh, extreme. Extreme means it's like hot. Actually, I'll give you guys the daily UV forecast for Los Angeles. Today is Thursday, August 13th. Today's was a 10.6, which means it's a rating of very high so well technically if you round up it's 11 so it's extreme so you guys make sure to put on sunscreen cover your entire body or wear with a long sleeve shirt and trousers wear a very broad hat and avoid the sun from three hours before until i don't even know what i said and avoid the sun from three hours before until three hours after solar noon so don't be outside from nine o'clock A.M. to 3 o'clock p.m. So be safe, guys. Thank you, Colin. Gotta promote positivity and safety on this channel and our show. One second. There's a cricket on my leg. Hold on. Charlie's probably feeding Ralphie right now, as usual. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So we'll have our first special episode. Charlie, are you excited for our first ever special episode? I fell out of my chair. I'm good. (laughs) Oh, no, Charlie. Maybe, maybe Charlie, rest in peace. I'm back, guys. Sorry, I had a little incident. Um, are you excited for our first ever special episode? Oh, yes. I was gonna say if you say no, one be. Are we gonna? Nene has to guess in that, right? And yes, our very first guest will yeah, be Nathan Morshell. Um, get ready, get excited. We're gonna talk about a lot of interesting topics. He's gonna inform us on um things. Which are things. <laughs> things. 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 Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be an exciting episode. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know Nathan's not looking forward to it, but we are. <laughs> Went to grief me on that one that Nathan's not. He's not looking forward to the podcast. He's looking forward to Arrowhead and um, the yeah. other things. Well, we all, we all are. Um, we've been, you know, we've had a hell of a time. Uh, I get that raft out of storage tomorrow. Yeah, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, we're going to be doing some, as we talked about last episode, inner tubing on a raft. Inner tubing, and we're going to try to fish from it. I'm going to see if we yeah. can figure that out. We're gonna, this is, uh, will be an interesting episode. Um, yeah, will be, uh, be an interesting episode. Uh, just thinking, actually, today is uh, actually Thursday, but 
for us, but this episode comes out on Sunday. So your UV rating was actually 10.5, so it's actually the same thing. So, yeah. Today is 10.5? Well, today is Sunday because this is when the episode comes out. So it is, yes, it would be 10.5. That's hot. Wait, this has an explicit rating on it, right? Yes, this has an explicit rating for this episode today, yes. Then frick, that's hot. <laughs> nice. I mean, you can actually curse technically because we have an explicit rating, but I'd rather you not. You put the microphone. Can 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 you please not go get rape on me, please? Yeah, I got you. Um, thank you guys for watching today's episode. Yeah, guys, it's uh, it's been a hell of a time. Uh, I hope real. you guys are enjoying um, it. I'm gonna put a link down below if you want to find out more about the um, the LA homeless situation. Um, Charlie, Charlie, what is going on in the background? I, no, no. <laughs> I just hear that is that is me. This is what I'm, this is what I'm hearing, guys. That's not me in the background. Someone is beating meat, literally <laughs> smacking meat on a table. Uh, is that your mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's tough. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Actually, wait, wait. Before we end this episode, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna call someone. I guess I'm gonna yeah. call. Yeah. What do you think I'm gonna, I'm gonna see? Okay. Before we before we end this episode, I'm actually gonna call Nathan Bushell once again and see if he picks up. <laughs> it's a prank call. It's gonna be funny if he picks up. Sorry, guys. It's not gonna be a prank call. You're just gonna call him. Oh, he, wait. No, he I'm called for gonna... it. No. <laughs> I'm what? Gonna call him. Come on, buddy. Pick up the phone. Oh no, come on, buddy. Pick up the phone. Hey, hey so. I'm you're on, the mic, you're on, the mic. <laughs> so you're on the episode. Say hi. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I can't right now. I can't right now. Can, uh, what do you think about the NBA play? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, dude. I have to do that. Okay, let me turn it down so it's not your rape. Yeah, I had to do that. I'm sorry, guys. He, he straight up hung up on us. Should I get another person on the podcast? Yeah, dude. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I was texting one of my friends. Um, you know who I? Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right, Charlie? Uh, can't call her right now. She's busy. No, no, no. I know, but she. I told her she could be on the podcast. So as you guess. So yeah. Uh, not. Well, I'm not gonna call her. Let's find someone. So actually, this is a kind of. We were gonna end the episode right here, but we're not. Because we're. I'm gonna get close. a little input on who he thinks the most. In- I'm gonna get my one of my friends. His name is Jack. Is this Jack Pregler? Oh, he missed. I'm going to ask oh, him who yeah. he thinks will um, make it to the conference champions. Yo, Jack. Jack. Yo, stick, stick close and like. Tell mom this is not a podcast. Jack, um, you, my podcast. You're on my podcast right now. Um, do you, you're on out from calling Charlie as a special guest appearance. We just want your input. Who do you think will make the conference championship on the West Coast and the East Coast? Conference championship? Conference championship, yeah, NBA. Okay, okay. So, for the what? I think the Lakers, I think the Lakers and uh, the Thunder are going to make it in the conference championship. Wow. Wow, that's interesting picks, Thunder. Interesting, okay. Um, and for the East Coast, that East Coast, yeah. East Coast. I think it will be the Battle of the Greens, the Celtics and the Bucks. Yes, sir. Yes, wow. sir. Okay. Let's go. 
Um, I'm excited now. Thank you for your input. Also, one more thing. Who is your dark horse? Who do you think will make an upset and potentially have a good playoff run? What one team do you think? I show up. I, I feel like they're pretty underrated, but they're going to show up in the playoffs. Okay. All right. Thank you for um, your feedback. We'll make sure to – do we have your permission to feature this on our podcast? Yes, you do. Yay, let's go, baby. Feedback. Thank you for your information. Good talking to you. Have a good night. Good night. Legendary. Your friend is now my friend because he said the Celtics are making it. They're beating the Raptors, baby. Let's go. Um, Sorry, he's buddy. a little dehydrated right now. That guy just called. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but um, that was a little. We're gonna do more of those segments where we might call oh in people and ask them. We're gonna yeah, some, the surprise segments. Oh my god, that so, was great. Um, so yeah, you heard it there, folks. Lakers Thunder, Bucks Celtics, possible. Let's go, baby. Possible. Um, it's a possible match. Who knows? Anyways, I think this is a finally a good place to end the episode. Um, after yeah. extending it multiple times. Yeah. Um. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe, baby. We need more like subscribers. Subscribe. We'll put our socials down below if you want to follow us on any of those. Make sure to follow Outfront Official on Instagram and Sorry. Twitter. Also, also, make sure to subscribe. Hit that bell if you want notifications turned on so you can get an update whenever we post. On you can watch our videos. Make sure to leave comments down below. Smash that like button. And always make sure to leave your feedback. We love the feedback from the fans. From yes, everybody. comments. And, and lastly, lastly, make sure to register to vote. Uh, that's down below. And donate to Beirut. Donate uh, to, to Beirut people. Lebanon yes. to help the people. Make sure, uh, you know, make sure to help them. Uh, they need it. Otherwise, uh, this is uh, out front. And uh, we're signing off. See you out guys. Out front official, signing off. Have a good night.